Hey, what's up? Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a d20. My name is Cassie and I will be your DM for this episode, which means that I will be the one rolling the dice and leading us on this adventure. Not only will I be leading us on this adventure, but I will also be leading my team as we pitch products to the big shark. Uh, my team is the best in the biz and they live by the motto ABC, always be pitching. Um, speaking of my team, allow me to introduce him right now. She's a jingle master who is always able to create the perfect song that makes the kids want to buy the products. It's auto-tune that. I'm here to show you the ocean floor and also my corn. (laughs) Okay, so is the product in that one the ocean floor or corn? No, it's it's the corn. And my name's Caitlin. Hi. (laughs) I'm here to sell you the ocean floor corn. So ocean floor corn. So it's corn you find on the ocean floor? It's grown on the ocean floor. It's super cool and um, it's new age. Okay. And then just for my notes, is the whole thing auto-tuned or just the beginning noises are auto-tuned? The beginning like the sharp noises. The chomping noises? Yeah, the sharp noises. Yeah. Perfect. I do love that. Cool. Um, there, I, there's more to this team, though, because uh, well, it's hard to believe there's more. It seems like we could bring it home only with the jingles, but we do have another one. She's a poet with words and a tagline genius. It's... Hey, it's books, and you know what's better than regular corn? It's that ocean floor corn. It's salty and breezy and, I don't know, brings you the world. That's Yes, it is salty so and breezy tagline. at the bottom. <laughs> No, it's perfect. I love breezy corn at the bottom of the ocean where all the all the wind is. <laughs> and you know, okay, so uh, this underground corn, it's uh we uh you can use it and you can pop it, right? In this hydropopnic. It's really cool. <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, what is the definition of hydropopnic? It's it's just it was born under the water, it came out of the water and it's well, it, it, you know how it. like the ocean, you like when you raise things up, it pressurizes, so it actually yeah. pops on the way up. As you're bringing does, these mm-hmm. corn all the way up to the surface, you With have the natural you can, salt. Yeah, it, it pops on the on its way up. Fuck! You guys are bringing science into this. I didn't even know we had like we have re- research and development team all in one even here. Like the, mm-hmm. we're unstoppable. This is already going better than I thought because. Today, we're going to be uh, putting all of our talents together, which you guys have actually already done. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, um, I want us to finally like pitch the product that's going to be the next big thing, because we've been trying for years with our Shark Take pitch roll, and I believe that we, we've gotten really good at them. Um, so today, I'm going to be throwing us right into the big Shark Tank, and like I know we've established like a bit of a reputation for our Shark Tank pitches, because it's clear that we're very good at these on our own time, but um, none of those has made us rich yet, and I mm. want the money. I want to retire. So, um, I think we could do this though, but how we got to do it, like how we thrive is to throw in a little bit of the aspect of fate. So we get, we got to call in the dice in order to make this work for our pitches. I'm going to have each of us roll to determine an aspect or a trait of the product that we will then pitch to the sharks. So once we've determined the product, what the product will be with the help of the dice, we will then go in and give a professional, informative and inspiring pitch to the big sharks. So you guys all in for this? You bet. I'm jumping in that tank. 
jump right in. So it is, it's essentially going to be what we just did. We're going to combine some random things and then put a full pitch together. I don't think you understand what we just did though. Cause it was magic. No, that's what it I was, was not combining away. random things. It was making fucking magic that could make us money. I apologize. That I mean to mean is that. supported by science. Science. That's it. Yes. The science. <laughs> and at the end of all of our pitches, if we don't scream science at the sharks, like, I don't know if we can get it. So make sure to always bring in the science. Science. We've got this. So yeah, like this is, it's going to go great because we are, we're tying in the dice, which is what we always go to. Um, the dice is going to be working double time in this episode though, because we're still going to be going on our normal adventure in between these pitches. So I'll be rolling a D20 to determine what talking point from our adventure log we will talk about. I will also still be rewarding points to Caitlin and books based off of how much I enjoyed what they brought after each of these rolls. And if I don't like what they brought, they can also take damage. Also, if we don't create an amazing pitch by the end of this episode, that doesn't seem like it's going to make us rich. You guys will take damage. No. So we've got some higher stakes. I have stakes. no concern about that. I'm never feeling very confident. <laughs> you guys have never been more ready in your life for an episode. Um, but yeah, we've been training our whole podcast career for this. So I know you're going to be great. But to help us out, um, I want us to get all the fails out at the top. So can you both share your crit fails and tell me how you failed this week? My uh, my critical fail is not that I've been coming up with too many great ideas. It's that other people have too many things that I want to buy. So it's, mm. it's other people's success is my fail. Because I once again had to go shopping today. And I needed to go to the pet store because our pup needed some more food. That is it. That's all he needed was food. Oh, and you never come I home with just food, um, came back with toys, a brand new bone for teething because our puppy boy is teething, uh, and like three extra bags of his favorite training treats, even though he's been a very bad day. I just decided he deserved <laughs> all this anyway. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, it's great because I had a joy buying them. I got to like live for seeing him play with the toy for the first time, see his, you know, new treats and stuff um but like i have to pay like taxes and stuff soon and i just keep giving all my money to the pet store yeah i'm not upset about it yet yeah it takes a while because it's still it just gives you so much joy there's nothing that's like a better gives a better instant reward than buying toys for your dog so it's it's very hard i understand you completely he was so happy he was so happy to see me come home and then he was even more happy to get the toy it was a win-win yeah, I'm incredibly proud of you. I feel like you're my little protege right now, and I've just I've never yeah. felt more proud in my whole life. <laughs> it is all your fault. I was I always think when I go to the pet store, what would Cassie do? And mm-hmm. the, you know, the kids are is buy all the toys. Buy it. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> buy everything. Buy it all. It's a dangerous mindset to get in. I have, I, I've also done such thing. I came home very delighted, but also my wallet was quite empty. I yes. want you guys to know this is not a joke. I have a budget for me and the dog. The weekly for the dog is $60. The weekly for me is $35 pushing it. So, just want I definitely you to know went that. to the grocery store afterwards and I considered buying ice cream for myself, but I didn't because I bought the puppy toys. So... My protege, my little protege. I'm so proud. <laughs> That's very good. Um, so your fail is, you know, being just too giving and, and loving your dog too much. That's really your fail, apparently. Um, my fail is the fact that um, I can't get my fucking life together, even <laughs> to like manage an app purchase. So um, I have Starbucks mobile, right? And with the Starbucks mobile, you can order ahead of time and you can choose what location you wanted to have it at. So I was recently in Palm Springs with my boyfriend and I wanted to get a fucking drink. 
because I was dying because it was early in the morning. So I went on my Starbucks app and I ordered a drink to pick up. And I realized that I ordered that drink at a location that was 30 minutes away than where, from where we were at. <laughs> oh, no. And that's the worst. It was, I've never done it before. And like, I was like, oh, no, we're in like an unfamiliar area. Like, oh, God. So um, we ended up driving 30 minutes to get to the Starbucks. Oh. Oh. Oof. Okay, but wait, it didn't oh, give you a warning oops. because every time I've almost done that, it says, are you sure you want to order now? This location seems further from you then when your drink will be ready it gives you sometimes it doesn't even let you like until you're in a certain yeah. range order from one so i don't know how it happened because i put the correct location in because i was standing literally outside of it but there was like a huge oh. but there's like a bunch of people inside and i didn't want to go inside so i ordered on the app and i put the right location i don't know what happened where it put the other location which i had been to the other day because I needed a drinking another day too. <laughs> no, more the pills are coming out the more we like talk. Different Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. You have commitment. The fact that you drove thirty minutes to go to the new one, I would have just been like, "Fuck it, I'm going inside and ordering this one." That drink could just die on that counter over there. I thought it, okay, I was gonna let it die, time. but it was on the way home. So like, mm. I, I was going uh. home and it was on the way. So I was like, you know, I'm just gonna get my drink. It was a little melty. But it was fine because I still got it. But it was, my fail is just that I, I fucked up ordering online. It, it happens to the so best hard. of us. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, man. it's it's happened. I think to everybody. Oh, uh, my fail! I isn't about like mobile ordering. It's still at work as I normally do. But it wasn't really. I don't know if it, it's not really on me because like there's so like the last couple of days when I've come in, there's like a little daddy long legs by the door, but not close enough to the door to be a worry. And it's a daddy long legs, so I let him chill. But um, today, as I was leaving, he was he's a tinier little guy. And like I opened the door and like all of a sudden I saw like a little string. And I was like, oh, weird. And then all of a sudden I saw like a spider like float across. But then, you know, it was tiny. So I wasn't sure. So I like dipped back. I was like, and like pulled the door back and then like kept like moving it forward and back and try to make sure that it was. And the spider kept going back and forth on the little thing. And I'm making weird noises the entire time this is happening <laughs> as I was trying to open the door for my coworker who's trying to get his bike out the door. Ugh. So um, he's like, what's happening? I was like, there's a spider. <laughs> and um, it felt really good. So then he'd be like, what type of spider? And I was like, a daddy long legs. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? So it, was, <laughs> it felt very good. Wow. But I did do, like, I turned into, like, the Matrix once I saw that first little line. Like, I, like, dipped backwards more than I thought I ever could. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of myself. <laughs> the superhuman strength that you find in yourself when, you know. When faced with a spider. <laughs> when faced with a life or death situation Listen. such as being. <laughs> seeing a spider. I no, saw I, spider I, I, I hate spiders. <laughs> I cut across four lanes of traffic, got off the freeway just to kill it. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, she did a murder oh i thought there was a bee in my car the other day scared the shit out of me it was on the outside we're fine I hate that is that terrifying so it's the worst feeling. i once had a bee fly out of the hood of my car and all i could think the whole time driving was how many more are under there oh this is nightmare territory so we must get out of there those are great fails though but i think it's time we uh start this adventure so i'll go ahead and roll Okay, speaking of animals, we actually rolled a two, which is going to be Caitlin's number, where she gives us, um, I try to stump her, try to find weird animals where she won't know the facts, but she always knows the facts, and she always knows the sounds they make. Um, So, Caitlin, are you ready for your animal this week? Yes, I'm ready to give the knowledge. All right. I need you to drop the knowledge for the parrotfish. The parrotfish. 
parrotfish is known as the most beautiful fucking fish I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely seen it as a person who enters the ocean. Um, it that's is, how you found out about the corn. And that's how I got my hydropopnic corn. Um, it is a beautifully colorful fish. It's a globby is how we describe it. <laughs> The colors are globby? Like they seem like they globbed onto the fish? No, the texture of the fish itself is globby. Okay. That's how wow. we describe it. It's technical terms. I understand right. if you don't understand, they're big words. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. These globby fish are, um, they have scales. They're translucent-ish scales, but again, colorful. Uh-huh. They're so fucking Tracking, colorful. Like the rainbow fish, I got you. Yes, yes, you understand now. <laughs> Just like the rainbow fish. <laughs> Little rainbow fish. And uh, what is this fish? The parrotfish? Oh, yes. It makes such a cool noise because it has a beak, as most fish do have beaks. And it has a big tooth on its beak that it uses to uh, destroy its prey. Um, and it likes to eat clams, especially. Clams? Yeah. I didn't know that was in a fish's it, diet, but that's okay. Like a, the parrotfish. Carnivorous, like a cannibalistic almost yes. fish, right? Yeah, it's it's you, right in the same so family. So you've met the parrotfish then, I assume, my globby oh, yes. boy. This is uh, my favorite globby the, fish. The glob. <laughs> the good globbers. Um, uh, speaking of my good globber, he does make a good noise. Um, with that singular tooth in the very center, he does make an interesting noise to all of his other uh, aquatic friend and fellows. So, uh, would you like me? Would you like me to, to to tell you what he sounds like? You know, I, I yes. need that sound. Okay, it's an underwater sound. So again, we're gonna go down to the deep, get that sonar, and we're actually gonna get this echolocated noise because apparently that's how we get ocean noises, right? Mm-hmm. That's how Facts. I, I know. Uh, it kind of seemed wow. like he was an adventuring mouse. Wow, that's very, like, I'm getting very, like, rescuers down under vibe from this fish. Yeah. <laughs> Parrotfish, <laughs> man. Like, They're wild. Like, I kind of picture him swinging on, like, a rope right then, yeah. saying that. It's like, would it, like, <laughs> oh, oh, Tarzan if down there. Be, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're right. Thank you. I, I see, I see the error here. Um, well, I mean, you were kind of right. They are a very bright fish. They are a fish. Globby? Um, globby. Horrifying. I w- they do describe it as globby. <laughs> no, if you everybody look up these little guys Don't right now. It looks like somebody photoshopped a parrot and a fish together. This is the scariest thing I've ever seen. It belongs in a horror movie. I actually like these guys. No, <laughs> Cassie. You, oh my god, I was right about the. They've got teeth, like though. donkey teeth. <laughs> They look like donkey. <laughs> it is. A, it is. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I can't. I can't. These guys are. They're fucked. delightful. Look at them up. No. Oh no. Oh. Uh, I just gotta say, I work for a dental office, and I will be using this fish in order to promote our office in any fucking way I can find out. So continue guessing now. He's a perfect dental fish. If you can't tell by the screams, he does have some wild teeth. Um. But yeah, they are a species of fish found in the Indo-Pacific or Indo-Pacific Ocean. Um, their name comes from their most distinctive feature, which of course is their teeth and what we've been screaming about. <laughs> and why we are screaming about them is because they have external teeth, which makes it look like they are kind of like goofily smiling all the time. But that's where they get the parrot because it's actually hard like a parrot's beak. And they oh. use it like a parrot's beak. So they like use their teeth to carve out spaces in coral and rock to like make their places to live. So those chompers can straight up get through rock. Um, these guys have a couple of other weird features. 
Some parrotfish species are able to make a mucus cocoon that comes from their mouth, and then it forms a protective barrier around them. That fact I don't like as much. Let's go back to their teeth. Um, So with their teeth, since they eat rocks and coral and they chew it up. I'm getting stuff right, actually. Yeah, dude. The parrotfish, man. So they do do eat all that up. And when they do, they make it into tiny little like granules, you know? And then they stay like that when they poop it. So they actually poop sand. And um, their poop helps create small islands and sandy beaches. A lot of the sand found on white sand beaches is actually their poop. Whoa. Wow. All right. So I I don't like the fish, but I like their poop. was all poop. Their, their poop is pretty cool. So wow. I didn't know that sand came from a fish's poop. I didn't either. I was always, I just <laughs> nope. thought it was really mushed up rocks, but I guess it's but it mushed is. up through their body. And I mean, not solely because, you know, the ocean still does that. Yeah. Fuck. That's but these little guys help contribute to that. I also enjoy the fact that they make the white sand beaches and they are the colorful fish. And mm-hmm. it's like they suck mm-hmm. out the color out of these rocks. And I that's the nutrients. That's the nutrients. I do enjoy that. It's really cool. And I feel like I knew what this was because I did for sure. No, you did. You did know exactly yeah. what I was going for. And I and I think the sound was right as well. And kind of like the rainbow fish globby. Yeah. Rainbow fish. When I was saying globby, this is actually the way that the parish fish looks is exactly how I was picturing it. I just Honestly, couldn't figure out any other words. <laughs> globby is very accurate for that creepy mucus fact too. Like if I think of a mucusy fish, mm-hmm. I want to describe it as globby. Yeah. yeah. They're fun little dudes. Uh, do look them up. Let us know if you either hate them or love them like me. We're very torn on these fishes. I love these happy little guys. <laughs> if you look so the, There's a scholastic <laughs> news picture of you just You know what a, it a, is? Really like a... I think, uh, I think every now and then I come across a photo of me where I resemble that with the teeth and everything like that. And I think it just yeah. immediately like, made me horrific. <laughs> yeah. like, horrified. That's I was what, like, oh God. It brings I me back to this too much. Yeah, it's very elementary school us. Like I see, yes. I see us in these fishes. <laughs> love them. Um, Caitlin, you did do very good, though, yeah. so I'm going to give you 35 points for that. Books, it seems like you got a little bit of mental damage from this, like bringing it back, so I'm going to give you five points just to get through that. Thank you. And for yeah, learning a fun trauma. fact. But now um, now that you guys are good and traumatized, I think it's time for us to go to our first pitch. Um, so I'm going to have both of you guys roll a D4, and uh, that will determine one of the traits, and then we'll convene, try to make this product, and then go in and pitch it. So, Caitlin, can you roll first? Yes, I rolled a one. A one. Okay, so the trait is poisonous gas. Ooh! And books, if you can roll. I rolled a four. Four. Okay, so it's uh, your thing is it's a toy that you can ride. So, like a bike, scooter, a uh, Hot Wheel, one mm-hmm. of those Hot Wheel car things. Just something, a awesome. toy that a kid can ride. It also has poisonous gas. So, what would this product be? Okay. Jesus Christ. This, do you guys remember the like <laughs> green machine, machine style oh vehicles for kids? Yes. Which right. style? Yes, oh, green, green machine. Green machine? Oh, green machine, yes. Okay, so it's something like that, and it emits poisonous gas so it kind of runs on poisonous gas now this isn't super harmful or toxic but when you want to like beat your friends and you want to really prove to them that you beat them this will like fly behind you so it just keeps (laughs) them further back and you just stay in first a little bit longer so it's like mario kart rules (laughs) it's yes when we were younger we would have like we always wanted to one of those tricycle like bike thingamajigs scooter things um but we never could like the green machine yeah um we never got one so we had scooters and we would always attach those um the stink not stink fart bombs. bombs no not the fart bombs the the it had smoke bombs smoke bombs so when you'd ride you'd leave a trail of smoke yeah. so i can imagine that if we just got one of them little tricycles and we put 
our little smoke poisonous balls on the back of it and just yeah it so would be, cool it'd be very good mm-hmm. so now that i feel like you guys are passionate about this um if we could just go ahead and give like a short like little pitch for how we want to sell this and make people buy this poisonous gas toy for their children mm. is your child doing well in school yeah does your child like bikes he does would an extra wheel make them that much cooler how many wheels are we talking I'm talking about three wheels and, hear me out, some poisonous gas just to smoke your friends and leave them in the past. (laughs) That's right. Gas your friends. Get gassed when you get beat by my son, Tommy. That's what you deserve. (laughs) Dang, Tommy. All right. You guys. Tommy's going to be the coolest kid around. My kid's the coolest because my kid, Tommy, gassed all of his friends last week. (laughs) They were coughing up a lung, and I was so proud of my boy for being the fastest kid on the playground. You guys, I think the sharks are loving it. I see that they have no problems with this. They are enjoying this 100%. They're, they're greenlighting this product. That was great. Can we, give a, can we give a disclaimer not to have with uh, kids with asthma or any health right. issues? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Warning, if your child suffers from asthma, has previous lung infections, or is prone to common colds, please avoid using products or enabling them to be around. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a sticker right on the bumper that says, get your inhaler out, nerds. Not a lot of no. Asthma or not. Asthma or not. I wanted to come with inhalers <laughs> for your friends. So once the smoke comes out, inhalers also get released. <laughs> so all your friends can pick them up and get a good puff. The inhalers will be like another obstacle that they either grab or takes them out of the race. <laughs> or you can pass out from the smoke. It's a fun little thing. Real Mad Maxi. We're playing at it. children's toys. <laughs> That's what we are calling. Oh, well, you guys, you did it exceptionally good at that. Uh, it is time to go to our next roll, though. And I rolled a seven, which is going to be throwback. Um, so for this week, this week's throwback, I have brought to you guys a topic that I, I feel like will really bond us all and everyone who listens, because uh, I want us to talk about uh, cheating in high school tests or on high school tests. And uh, I don't know. This is just like, I feel like it's a milestone. Like, if you got a diploma, you cheated. I honestly only have two memories of cheating, and Cassie, you were there for both of them in high school. Oh, so <laughs> sounds about right. That sounds influence. about right. I'm going to go last, because <laughs> I, think we're we know, I think we know my Steve. <laughs> uh, we know what when, you know. When Cassie and I were in high school, we took Spanish together, and for some reason, our Spanish class was combined with like the higher-level Spanish class, mm-hmm. so when our instructor would like give us tests, she would have like span- one class stay in the classroom for their exam, because it usually involved like an oral component and we would get to go outside conveniently with the TA of the class who was grading tests from the previous classes and had the answer key so we'd go outside and sit on a lunch table and cheat on our Spanish test together God, it was always, I feel like Spanish class was the gateway that opened up cheating for you. Mm-hmm. Everybody could always cheat in Spanish class. I don't know why the teachers are always so chill in Spanish, but they fucking rock. And they're just like, I know, I know they knew we were cheating when we said, can we go outside with the TA to take this <laughs> test? One time, like she was so just relaxed about everything. I remember one time we convinced her that working on our tests together was more beneficial with our notes open. Yeah, <laughs> like we just we were like, no, no, no. It's gonna help us learn more if we can study at the same time as taking the test. And, and honestly, uh, she believed it. 
it's not because like we were good like negotiators or like very good like no at fooling her she was just down like she yeah. was just rad she also let us put the movies we'd watch in spanish on in english with spanish subtitles oh my god so as <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah she, she let us got away with a lot but i do remember specifically spanish was always one because the ta always gave us the answers um another one that we did were you thinking about uh lit class when we with my kai yeah there was a teacher yeah. we all didn't like because she sucked and um she decided was it like weekly daily quizzes there was a bunch we of little had, quizzes like but there were spelling tests and vocab like we were like juniors or seniors in high school and she decided to take us back to like fifth grade and give us the little tests yeah. yeah like like two times or three times a week we had them yeah and, and we would just irritating. work work into the conversations because it was all multiple choice so it would just be mm-hmm. each person in the class going down like oh the one time is i would love to be there <laughs> it was just every person would fucking do it just to at be three i will oh. see you on the soccer field <laughs> yeah it was um we were nightmares just to do it but uh, yeah. so i'm thinking you were in the ones that were always very collaborative but uh so did you ever do any of the ones where like on a math test, like did you ever sneak in any formulas like on a water bottle or anything? No, but mostly because oh. those tests, like the instructors were assholes mm-hmm. and I was terrified to get caught. It would have just been better to fail the those were, exam. Speaking yeah. of the water bottles, what were some of the cool strategies? Because I know there was the old mechanical pencils and people would put like a small piece of paper, paper, paper that there. had yeah. like all the answers on it, like A, B, A, B or like writing on the side of your like shoe. That side yeah. of the shoe because then you put it up shoe, or the bottom mm-hmm. or like the inside of your shirt too because you can fold it over oh, like the yeah. cuffing of your shirt people would always put it in their jacket sleeves because then it looks like you're just yep. covering yeah. your paper yep. and you have all your answers right there yep yeah um i'm trying to think of all the other i good did ones. one a lot of people would wedge like um note cards in the like railing of the desk and oh would just, like, pull yeah it out. yeah i had um when I was in physics class, I cheated a lot in this class um, because I took uh, everyone cheated, first of all, in this class because the teacher did not really monitor it. So everyone was able to cheat super easily. And we were mostly seniors or juniors in high school at this point. So we didn't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. I tried to do the first test and I failed it. And then every other test I got an and because I cheated. Um, <laughs> and how I cheated is I learned where to sit. He let us sit in the lab area. So I would sit in the like hood area is what it was called. So it's where you put like any like chemical thing and oh, it yeah. gets sucked up to the mm-hmm. top. So it's a very secluded one. So I would carry the answer sheet, which was an exact replica of one of the fucking homeworks that we would do mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or something that someone had done last year. Cause he never changed the tests. That was always good. If you could work with <laughs> yep. the previous years to get the answers, he was, he'd been a teacher at that school for over 20 years. And I think he still works there. Yeah. Uh, so I would just keep it under my shirt. <laughs> and you know, we, we talked about this. We had multiple layers at this point. So oh, yes. in between one of those layered shirts and then I go to my hood, lean like my chest forward, pull it out and then just slip it underneath my current test and then just go back and forth uh-huh. between each one of those. And that's how I was able to, you know, get an A in physics. Fuck, <laughs> dude. Did you, were you guys ever in the situation where you knew you were the person that people around you were cheating off of? Yes. Always. <laughs> like in tests, that shit was my favorite. In middle History school. History class, it was really apparent that the kids around me were looking at my paper. Oh. And I remember thinking like, I don't give a shit if you look at me and copy my answers. I really don't care. But don't make it obvious. Don't make me yeah. fail because you're a dumbass who can't keep it like a secret. Like, uh-huh. 
Yeah, that was always, we had, there was a couple kids that I had like deals with where like, I, j- I just knew like I would lean a little to the left and they were right behind me, you know, and you stick it out on the furthest edge yeah. and kind of like hold yep. it up every once in a while. Like you're checking your answers yeah. and so they could cheat it. Yeah. Or I had that I deal had, even with one kid in college in our like required yeah. freshman class. <laughs> and he would always just on test days, he every other day he never really sat next to me. Test days, he'd be like, McKenna, where are you sitting? I'm like, oh, yep. over there. <laughs> like, it's fine. That's such a, the morning of, they're always like, hey, where are you sitting? You're like, you little fake hoe. Like, I know. Let's go. Let's go, my God. friend. Sit on my left side. I'm right handed. The left side will be more visible. I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> in middle school, I just would be the one person that did the homework. So people would cheat off me. And then I learned, you need to learn how to bargain with these people so in Mm -hmm. high school Mm -hmm. like in spanish class especially i would do all of the homework and then i would have someone who would do the test really well because i don't think i was a good test taker but i was good at the homework there you go so then i would show them the homework before class and then i would get all the test answered so it was like collaborative and i did learn that teaches you more than you you probably learned on the test honestly (laughs) ever get caught cheating did anyone ever get caught cheating oh fuck yeah (laughs) you get your i mean i had the one teacher we were very blinted about it i never got caught I got caught, but it was stupid because it was always when someone was cheating off mine. That's the only time and I then, got caught yeah. too. So get, I never got in trouble. Yeah. I got in trouble. I got it taken away and I got a zero. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. They're fucking assholes. Because uh, like, I was like, no, they took it. But it's like very obvious. I and I just start crying. <laughs> found out um, my sister-in-law, who also went to high school with Cassie and I, and is like the sweetest, most innocent person ever, got caught cheating. That's the only time she ever got a detention. No. We were talking about this the other day. I don't remember. <laughs> because she had done the note card thing and she had hid it under her desk, but she forgot oh. to remove it. And some freshman had her class afterwards and found it and reported oh. it to the teacher. What is the worst thing you could do? Yeah, that's just the worst thing ever. But I do feel bad because I think she told me she had accidentally wrote her name at the top of her. Oh, man. I I love her so much. (laughs) She's like the sweetest person ever. And she was like, I did get a detention because of this. And I was like, Levy. Oh, man. Yeah. If it in the math one, too, with that our shitty math teacher. That was, was with our shitty math teacher. Th- he was the one I got a detention with one time too. His detentions suck, wow. but uh, it was a uh, it's a just an experience. And you know what? The system's broken. So go ahead and cheat, kids. In middle school, I think I was way too scared to ever cheat. But by high school, I was like, no, this is stupid. I'm just gonna cheat. This is dumb. Like, yeah, I think I've been cheating since I was born. <laughs> you came out the womb cheating. I came out the womb pushing my brother down so I could beat him at everything. <laughs> I came out of the womb cheating, which is bad. This is bad saying that right now. But you know, <laughs> listen, you've turned out all right. You've made it places. You're fine. You're I just right. made corn hydropopnik. So like <laughs> your, fu- your mind is beautiful. You also have a college degree. So you know what? Cheating gets you places. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> if you lie on your resume, they usually don't check it. <laughs> hey, no. real tip. They don't really check it. <laughs> hey, real tip. That's the only way I have my current job. <laughs> Same. <laughs> All right. I hope my employer doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> actually, I'm sending it directly actually, to him. Four years, they fucking know I lied. <laughs> They're getting it as a ransom letter, specifically from me. I'm giving them a little like flash drive of this episode. <laughs> nah, they fucking know. Believe me, they ever have to deal my shit. They know I don't know shit. <laughs> Uh, all right, you guys. Um, now that we're in this cheating mood, it's time to cheat these sharks out of um, some money. Ah! So let's Ooh. go to our next pitch. Um, if you can both roll a D4 for me. Let's start with you, Caitlin. It's a four. 
It's a four. Okay, so this needs to be a performance slash entertainment piece. Oh, yes. And uh, books, what'd you roll? A two. Two. That involves a big-ass sword. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yes. It's Carly Rae Jepsen. Car- CRJ. It's a singing sword, and it only sings when you grip it tightly, and then you have to, like, raise it up, and it gets louder when you raise it up. Ooh. And it's to teach your kids to, like... Um, to Hit be- octaves? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> to be powerful like Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, okay. Give the children swords. Yes, give the children powerful. swords. So, so far... Give the we- children swords. And it's, like, the ultimate LARPing tool because, yes. like, going to the battlefield is really cool, but going into the battlefield with a sword that sings CRJ is the way to let everyone know you are the baddest bitch out there. I want it specifically to have the horns from Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, it's got to have that. Uh-huh. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. And it's like a battle cry. It could be whatever you want it to be, but you have a sword. The CRJ sword, is, it's needed. And um, just, like, so I know all the features here, real-ass sword or, like, foam oh, yeah. sword? I kind of want to give the kids a real sword. All right. Yeah. We're all we're all on board then. Yeah, we're, let's give these yeah, kids a real, real sword. sword. <laughs> we real poison so- them, then we give them weapons. We are... <laughs> spectacular i do so it doesn't need to be catered to kids but i like that we have made that choice i thought it was I, for kids so but it's safety got- wise it's not going to be sharpened you have to sharpen it yourself but that's even better though because you don't want to buy a, a sharpened yeah 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 there you're go. right learning a skill it's another part of the performative <laughs> aspect in order to wield the sword you must sharpen it yourself young patawan let them know that trade schools are an option early on <laughs> yes <laughs> we're out here dropping some real actual good knowledge <laughs> You won't learn that in high school. You can cheat in high school, but you'll know it from your sword. Yes. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready to go in for this pitch? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Books, you want to start with this one? Battle lords and battle maidens, raise your swords on high with the glorious tunes of CRJ. That's right. Coming onto the battlefield near you, ready to be sharpened and wielded with all your strength. You can be the king or queen or leader of whatever kingdom you choose with this sword. Rise up, young ones. It is your time to take the sword and become powerful like the ones you've seen before you. Sharpen your blades and your axes. It is time to sing. You know what? That really inspired them. They're like running out right now. They are ready to go fight. Wow. Okay, you guys, another excellent pitch. Small disclaimer, do not run with the sword. (laughs) You may impale yourself Unless you have trained. Again, another bumper sticker. We'll Until put you've trained. <laughs> <laughs> um, I realized I didn't give you guys points either, and you guys have done two successful pitches, so I'm going to add to that. Um, so what did we do? Oh, throwback. I'm going to give you both 20 points for that with an extra five for this excellent pitch. So 25. Got some good cheating points. That's better mm-hmm. than when I got my freaking homework taken away for letting everyone cheat off of it. <laughs> That's a fucking bitch move, okay? That is. That is a bitch move. What if I was just a nerd kid who got my my homework taken by all the cool kids and then I get in trouble? That's usually what happened. You were bullied and forced to give it up and then you got a zero on top of it? That's what's crazy is that's the only way I got away with it when the kids like we were caught cheating. Like I fully knew like we we made a plan for this, but everybody just thought I was like sweeter than I was and like Mm -hmm. that I was just like being taken advantage of and I always played that up. So like for them to like know that 
and then still go for it. Savage. They took it away from like the smartest kid who had never gotten like anything below an A plus in their life. Ooh. And the tears oh. coming out of that poor kid. Oh, God. Yeah, you, can't you do just that. ruined their, their grade. Yeah. Everything yeah. is gone now. That zero is going to drop it so far. Yeah. It oh, you. Oh, fuck. Fucked, and it was this homework. is sucks. God. <laughs> a zero on a homework on like when they, you know, they're going to be doing the bonus points and extra credit, anyways. Oh, man. It hurts. It hurts to think about it. <laughs> I'm going to roll. Okay, we actually rolled a 15, which is going to be, what do you do? Um, it's been a very long time since we've hit this, so I'm going to hit you guys with a situation, and I just want to know, what would you do in this situation? Uh, so your question, you wake up one day, and all of a sudden your dogs can talk. What do you do? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't First, wanna... I like beg them to not reveal any of my secrets. Like We got to have so... a contract out there or something. It's just mm-hmm. got to be, I... be explained first. I know Murdoch's going to be an asshole. Like I know it because we, the tone is very like sincere. Like this is almost hurting you because I know what I want to talk to my dog about. <laughs> I know he's an asshole and I really just want to like know if he likes us. Oh, oh I, you're going to go right for it. You're going to have a conversation I'm with him. To ask that. Yeah. I'm going to ask him if he likes us and then like, like what he likes and how he feels about living with us. Oh my God. I really go for I want to know how he feels. Cause it looks like he hates it. <laughs> Even though he has the best of times. Sometimes other times he looks like he hates everything. Even though we give him like the world. So I want to <laughs> talk to this boy and ask him those questions. And then I also would like to, um, have him tell me his fondest memory. Okay. Aww, I feel like that's start, sweet start with the fondest memory it's yeah. really hurting me that you're going straight for like do you do, love us you, no. ask like you buffer like questions too what's your favorite kind of food so we can serve it to you more often ask, uh-huh. ask those like little easy i know ones. those questions <laughs> <laughs> i know those answers because he's a little bitch and we had to test all of them out and cassie spent a lot of money on that <laughs> i wasn't ready for it to get like full like therapy session like i was expecting like ex- thinking like a was like, that would al- you eat your dog shit like would you eat your own poo poo what? No. What? Some dogs eat their own poop. Okay. Yeah. You want me to ask yeah, the dog that? <laughs> Are you going to eat your own poop if I leave you alone with it? We've never left him alone with his poop. I don't know. Are you curious? You about eating your two own extremes. <laughs> do you actually love me or do you hate me? Are you going to eat your shit? I, you you, you got to know. It's around. <laughs> he has been. I've been. Okay. So a couple times I haven't had enough dog bags. So I'd had to walk over to like the dog bag getter thing and then grab a dog bag and then pick it up. So he's had a little bit longer with his poop and he's been getting curious and he's been like getting closer and sniffing it and like looking like he's about to take a bite of it. So I do want to know, are you going to get nasty and bite it? Because I want, if I do know that, then I will not let you stay around your poop for that long. But you yeah. can't have this power. I take it. I from need you. to know. <laughs> I want to have like my. I want to ask him like what his like bucket list items are. What are his dreams? Like I just oh, want to make sure him like the best life ever. So like if he really wants to do things, oh. I want to know what they are. Oh my oh. god, that's actually very sweet. That is sweet. Also, I want to know if my dog likes horses or if he's just like thinks he's a horse. He does like horses. He like, does like horses, but like I want to know. I want to know more about that. Can you talk to me more about that, Murdoch? Dogs and horses actually connect a lot because they're really? very similar in personalities. Yeah, they're actually like, they get down with each other. I want to bring your dog to a horse place. Yeah, it's pretty rad. The um, 
I love how sentimental, like, this got more precious, except for Caitlin's poop question. I'm curious. <laughs> I was, Cassie, Cassie, what are your questions for the dog? I wasn't a go questions. I immediately went with Alvin and the Chipmunks route and, like, capitalize on the shits. <laughs> oh, you want to commercialize your talking dog. And you say I'm bad for having him on Instagram. <laughs> well, he doesn't talk. There's nothing that sets him apart. But if he fucking talked, then he have all the movie deals. He kind of already looks like Scooby-Doo. He does look he like He could Scooby-Doo. be real Scooby-Doo if he talked. He could be the Scoobert Dubert. Okay, but McKenna, what does your dog sound like if he did speak? Like Doug. Doug yeah. come up. Like Yeah. I love you. Hello. Like hello yeah. there. I was hiding on your porch because I was scared, but I love you. <laughs> it would be very fitting for your little boy. I agree. Mm-hmm. Do you what do you think our dog sounds like? Like ugh. Like yeah. exasperated always. Like, Just irritated. A- angry teen. Ugh, I guess I'll eat this <laughs> because you made it for me and spent five hours on it. Ugh, I My- guess I'll go outside. Are you going to feed me? Are you going to walk me? That's how I would assume my dog sounds like. That's what a lot of times people would make the comment of he's very regal or yeah. something like that. And it makes it sound like he would have a very pompous voice. Like yes. Very like mm, Jarvis. Oh, he's preppy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, he's fucking preppy. Oh, yeah. If we were if our dogs were in high school together, mine would be like the dumb athlete who is just kind of goofy and lovable, but not very smart. And yours would be like running for all the positions. Yes. But also very high maintenance and demanding. Like yes. going to the cafeteria and be like, these sweet potatoes are clearly not organic. Yep. Mm, that would be him. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if they dare put peanut butter on anything, get it out of his fucking face. Get that shit out. Weirdest thing ever. I can confirm now, my dog does love peanut butter like Your most dog, dogs. Oh, here's a dog eating. ass dog. <laughs> <laughs> you have a real dog. It must be nice. We have um, like a glorified cat. <laughs> all right, you guys, those were, I was very proud. Like you're, you guys got very sweet. Sava gave you guys both 15 points for that. And then it's time for us to go to our next pitch. So if you guys can roll a D4 for me again. And uh, books, let's start with what you got. I got a three. Okay, so it's going to be, um, this needs to be a, um, so we are, this one they gave us a certain thing that we're building towards, and it somehow has to work into a trip to space. Uh, and you said you rolled okay. a three, so it's going to involve waterbeds. Okay. And okay. then Caitlin, what do I, you got? I rolled a four. Um, and a rave spaceship. So it's a rave spaceship with waterbeds that somehow needs to go to space. A and this rave? Is, rave so like like glow sticks techno music yeah <laughs> oh gotcha okay <laughs> fuck i Can feel I, like the techno and okay. the water beds all go together like, <laughs> it's actually the water beds, well. for some reason i did not picture the water beds inside the spaceship i pictured the water beds like on the ground that were launching our spaceship into space like this spaceship there we just go. bounces off of a bunch of water beds to eventually get enough air to go to space mm-hmm. I like yes that. love that let's stick on that route that makes sense that's <laughs> scientifical i love that scientifical <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna Blast off on these very bouncy water beds. Oh God, I, I do like that. I, I, is our spaceship a ball? It sounds very. Um, what's that? Little Einsteins. Yes, <laughs> little Einsteins. So I'm picturing the actual little Einsteins, like a very round ball one. Rocket yes, spherical. Oh man! Wow. Okay, so it's gonna bounce off the water beds into the sky and blast off into the best rave techno thing into space. Into space. So is the inside of the rocket ship going to be like the only place you can see a rave? Or are you going to know from the outside that like a rave's happening? You know how spaceships normally have like a super white interior and yes. it's like super polished and clean? Not our rave ship. It is completely black. And then there's like uh, 
the black lights all over and you can paint on the walls and stuff and Ooh. glow sticks. Like, you know, when you break the glow also, sticks, it makes it glow. Yeah. I like that. Have you ever seen like those like stars that have a bunch of holes in them and you stick the lights inside and it glows all out Ooh. in the patterns? Yes. Yeah. That's what the outside of the spaceship's going to look. So it like Fuck. launches at night and it just, it just bursts out with a bunch of lights and colored patterns and stuff. Also, when it um, when it takes off from the waterbeds, it's going to um, throw out confetti from the booster rockets. Wow. Yeah. Well, you guys have actually and made beaded my blanket dream. Bra- bracelets and beaded bracelets <laughs> will fall down to everyone down below so that they can rave from below. Yes. <laughs> oh, just God. say plur on the side of the ship, too. <laughs> <laughs> what does plur stand for? It's peace, love, unity and unity and respect. Oh, sh- Righteousness. Maybe. Righteousness. <laughs> and raves. <laughs> and raves. <laughs> and raves. For raves. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have made my dream come true with this product, but let's see if you can make the um, sharks come true. All right. Three, two, one. Are you ready to blast off into the rave of your life? That's right. Get in our ship, bounce off some water bends, and launch to the party of your lifetime. Yeah, I'm going to get totally wasted and faded on my rocket ship. I love that guy. I would love to go to space <laughs> with that guy. He wouldn't get tiring at all. Let's go with that guy. <laughs> His voice does not need to be out of tuned, by the way. Just, no. That was the natural quality. <laughs> <laughs> to spend like a full like two-year trip with that guy would be so good. I can't wait. Um, and it looks like they are so excited that they just walked out the room. I, I'm assuming it's the pack. So I think uh, that one was also a big success, you guys. I'm very proud of you for that. Um, it looks like we got time for one more roll, so I'll do that. All right, we rolled a three, which is going to be a nerd out update. So is there anything you guys have been nerding out on recently? You know what? I We don't normally do this, but there's something that I want to be nerding out on, but I'm not yet. And so this is like a preview. And then I have a real one. Okay. But my preview nerding out is uh, Superman and Lois. Like, Oh, yeah. The TV show? I haven't seen it yet because it just came out. And as of recording, I have not watched it yet, but I do plan on watching it. And why I'm so stoked is because, again, Smallville. Um, <laughs> in case anybody forgot, it's been a while, Smallville. In case you've been wondering, it's been on my brain still this whole time. And I love the dynamic between Lois and Clark back in the Smallville days. And I want to see Tyler Hoechlin, who's from Teen Wolf, one of my other very beloved shows. Uh, I want to see him and this person just vibe. And I want to see what their dynamic is. And I'm so curious. So yeah. I cannot wait to watch Superman and Lois. Um, which it's not Lois and Clark, it's Superman and Lois. Yeah, it's only the Superman side of over here. We're getting none of the domestic shit, just him out saving stuff and her like helping him. Which I really like the domestic part of (laughs) I know. Superman. Like I I hope it's not true. I I love the domestic shit. I I love domesticated Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see that. He's only super part, he's kinda boring. Yeah. You would think it'd be the opposite, but the super part is boring. The normal part, human domestic. The human aspect of is really good. Superman is fantastic and I love it and that's why I love Smallville so much so I'm excited to see what this whole Superman and Lois is going to be like I hope it's not dull it's CW so it could be really bad but I'm nerding out on I'm gonna be nerding out on that we'll see if I like (laughs) it or not but what I'm actually nerding out about is probably something you guys might be nerding out as well is uh, WandaVision oh Oh, hell yes yeah okay and the reason I really enjoy it is because we have it comes out weekly and we have something 
every week to look forward to with this, which I do love binging so much, but it's also good to have some of these shows where it's like you look forward to seeing what's going to happen and you have to wait and you have to theorize in between each episode. Uh, unlike just like letting it fucking drip into your brain and like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, um, I will not spoil anything. But it's a very good show. And it's just the first two episodes, I think, are dull, but they're also full of like, what the fuck is going on? And then it just goes full force after the, like the second episode. And it's like, whoa, like your brain of, is glued against the wall. <laughs> like of all the Marvel TV shows that they were announcing, this was the one I was least excited about. Oh, yeah. And now I feel like the biggest dumbass because this is brilliant. It's such a good show. But I just don't think the like trailers did it justice. Mm-hmm. But once you yeah, once you get to that third episode, you're hooked. That's all you need. I think the trailers did an amazing job because they kept your expectations fucking low as hell. Like, and they didn't let you know what it was about. No. Like there is you yeah. don't like so many people went into it like what is this cuz like it just it's like this weird thing that stands on its own, but then it's actually turning out to be like a huge important piece to the big Marvel like MCU story, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Yeah, it is very cool. I will say that, like, I think they also got lucky because the trailers didn't reveal too much. But it's also like nice that it happened during COVID Mm -hmm. because all of us have Disney Plus and all of us have a bunch of time to watch it. Had it been a normal year where we were out doing things and the trailers not done it justice, I think viewership would have gone down a bit. I think it definitely got a bigger bump because COVID. But I mean, it was supposed to come out like in March or something or whatever. Um, Yeah. But then, of course, it got delayed a fucking like shit ton. Um, Almost a year. Yeah, yeah, because we've been waiting a long time for this. So you would think something that had this much like lead up to it would have a letdown. But man, no, it's so got good. me. It's so good that the all trying to figure out every little piece to it. So fun. If you haven't watched it, you should watch One Division. Watch it. There's tons of Easter eggs in there. It's so many. So many. It's honestly hard to keep up with how many things they have. Oh, it's so good. Well, that's why it's good why it's weekly, too, because you can, like, kind of Google and try to figure it out, too. Mm-hmm. Like, what mm-hmm. does this mean? Like, I know that seems out of place. So what does that mean? Or just looking up the sites and seeing what people are saying or thinking. It's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, mine's going to go into uh, kind of in this drama realm. Uh, I'm nerding out on an audio drama. And uh, it's kind of so there's this, uh, like, network called Q Code. And they like specialize in these like audio drama experiences. Mm. So they're Ooh. they're like full stories, uh, all kind of sci-fi ish. And they have, um, but they're like they don't they're not just like uh, audio dramas because they're full experiences because of the production on it. So they full on make it sound like the way that uh, uh, like they suggest you put headphones in because it makes it a submersive experience. The mm. way they like make the sound. And uh, it's super cool because I like I've just been spending like a lot of time testing out like how it like trying to figure out how they fucking pulled this shit off because you can listen to you get all the info off of one earbud. Mm. But if you put both in, it makes it like a full surround sound thing. But they did make sure that you could like if you didn't have the capabilities, like you get the full story off of one. But it's like weird when you like make it cover both of your ears and how much it puts you into that world. And specifically with this Q code one, because a lot of them are sci-fi mystery drama series. So like the one that I first listened to is called the left, right game. And it's like this weird, like there's the stories themselves don't have like satisfying endings. So I don't know if I fully recommend like checking them out, check them out for the cool aspect of like the audio experience. 
but like this left right game like it's this like hidden game that's on a road and people have just been trying to get to the end of it this whole time and they experience weird things as they come across the road and there's all these like unspoken rules of this game that you have to figure out as you go through it so it's very cool very sci-fi and also my favorite fact of it is they bring in um like stars as their lead ones so that left right game uh, features tessa thompson and my other one that I've listened to one episode of because it was an experience is called Hank the Cow Dog. Uh-huh. And that is where Matthew McConaughey plays a dog named Hank who lives on a ranch. What? <laughs> oh my God. It's a delight just to hear him um, be a country ass dog. It is so uh, funny. Uh, 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 <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, hey. That one isn't as much of an audio experience. It still has a little bit of the features, but just listen to Hank the Cow Dog just for at least five minutes. It's hilarious. Hank the Cow Dog? I will. Hank the Cow Dog, yeah. Oh my God, I will. I will be listening to that. <laughs> I'm so excited to check this out and check out all the others because it just sounds like something I would love. I think you'd be very into it, yeah. yeah. Also, I remember I was... I walked in the house and I walked into the kitchen and you were cooking and you had your headphones in. Scared the crap out of me. Scared the shit out of me. And you were like, sorry, I was in like an immersive experience. I was like, what the fuck? It's hard now to it, explain, but it's a weird. Now it makes sense. Especially because the time you went up, like there was literally like they were like on the on that road, like trying to peel out from a bad situation. And I just heard like things falling in the background, you know, falling off of a truck. And then oh. like you came in and I heard the door and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I was like, sorry, I'm usually the one who's jumping. So <laughs> be in the right spaces when you listen to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Put up like I a am, sign. <laughs> I am nerding out on something that's audio as well, but not nearly as immersive and just much easier to listen to with distractions. It's a podcast called No Such Thing as a Fish. I'm not sure if you have heard of it. No. Um, it's It's got a bigger following and I just stumbled upon it. And it is a podcast in which four hosts all deep dive into just weird facts that they have learned Mm. that previous week. So each one of them picks a fact. So they discuss four things. But what's great about it is like they deep dive into a fact, but they all share more stories related to that fact. Like they each research the fact itself and share related stories. So there was one episode I recently listened to where the fact that the person, one individual host came with was the fact that before hermit crabs were labeled or named hermit crabs there was actually a human hermit named robert crab and that's where they were trying to figure out the association it was just fun little thing but they went into this whole all the other hosts came with information about famous hermits and interesting facts about like how rich people would hire hermits to take care of grounds of their castles and stuff and you like to be classified as a hermit you could not interact with any people whatsoever all these weird facts about hermits um as well as facts about robert crab this famous hermit who like eventually went insane and was just eating grass for the rest of his life so very weird deep dives into and and they're not all like that the the one previous was about levi jeans and how to like properly you know what the ceo of levi says is proper way to wash his jeans and all sorts of weird facts um and stories and they're just very good at containing just a massive amount of information so if you like weird facts and weird bits of knowledge this is the show for you and these are all british people too it looks like Mm -hmm. oh that sounds they're all british people and they are incredibly knowledgeable and very fun to listen to yeah i gotta check that one out too i'm so glad i love finding new podcasts thank you um those are very good nerd outs dougal for your wandavision and a hopeful superman and lois uh hopefully fingers crossed fingers crossed for that (laughs) you know i love wandavision i'm gonna give you a 25 points for that 
and books. You know I love podcasts, and that one sounds very fun. A bunch of weird facts, and they just do deep dives all about it. I'm going to give you 30 points. All right, you guys, we are... Um, we're almost out of time, but I just I want to get one quick, real quick pitch in here because I we're just really killing it. I want to leave on a high note. So this is just a speed round one. We're going to do it uh, just as however quick you guys want. Um, so this one is going to be a service. It's going to be a quarantine safe activity. So if you guys can go ahead and roll. Four. Four? Okay, so one aspect of it is it's just a box. Oh. And then uh, books, what'd you roll? Got a two. Uh, and then painting lessons, but you don't use paint. Are the two things we have to combine to make this quarantine safe oh, uh, activity? No. Oh no, Cassie! You, we you're in a box. Listen. You have to shit, and that's your paint. What? No, no, no! <laughs> no. We no. are going to create you, you know, out of the box. We're going to create our own playhouse. <laughs> it's a quarantine safe activity. We can stay socially distanced, and we can't use paint. So we're going to use flowers because I feel like that's there. the opposite of shit. There we go. And you know what? That was that's perfect. I'm not going to let Caitlin talk. We're not going to like they heard that. Uh, pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I was, was traumatized after the parent fish. I'm traumatized after letting Dougal talk about boxes and her own shit. The best was she didn't want to say it, but it was it was the only option. It, it was, was it's the only thing. Like you know, like when you only have why one option. is there nothing else you could think of? Because it's a poo poo, and like it's the only thing you could paint with. You you know, it's all right there. Obviously, <laughs> what am I going to paint with? Like my saliva? Not happening. Nope. But um, you eat know, some hot Cheetos and paint with your saliva. It would work. I guarantee it, and it'd be better than poo poo or sweet tarts. I'm more than poo poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you've got a wild you got a wild mind, my friend. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Spit's but, just kind of yucky. Poo poo gives you peak eye, but you know that's not gross at all. <laughs> A lot of health issues once you start playing with poo-poo. But. Very true. <laughs> and you know what? I don't know if that last one was our biggest success, but you guys definitely had some really good pitches in there. And the sharks are in. And um, you guys definitely succeeded at that. So let's just keep this a rolling. And can you guys share your crit successes of the week? Yes, I'd be happy to do so. Um, Cassie, you were kind of here for this one. Uh, it's on the the realm of biting. And um, my success is the fact, <laughs> yeah. It, I'm so scared. Me <laughs> too. And apparently I was here for it. Yeah. Oh, no. You'll remember it right when I say it. Um, so we were in an argument, my boyfriend and I, and Cassie was there too, about if our grandmas, who would win in a fight <laughs> and who would bite the other grandma, like Mike Tyson. And so me being me, I called my grandma. And I asked my grandma if she would fight my grandma, my boyfriend's grandma. And um, she, first of all, asked how old she was, said she was too old to bite, even though she was younger <laughs> than my grandma. Um, but then I said, but you're in a fight. Would you would you bite her? And she said, yes, she would definitely bite. If that means that's what it took to win, mm -hmm. she would definitely bite. And then I would be able to call her Mike Tyson afterwards, she told me. Um, so my success is the fact that I have big bite genes running through my veins and it's powerful to know that. And <laughs> I am excited to be a big biter. I so. have to say, having met your grandma a few times and interacted with her, not only could she take your boyfriend's grandma in a fight, I feel like she could take <laughs> your boyfriend in a fight. Like if I'm being completely oh, honest one, here, yeah. your yeah. grandma is yeah. not someone to be best with. And I have no doubt she would bite to win or gain an advantage. So yeah, <laughs> my grandpa, like my grandma likes to say that she's a gangster too all the time. And <laughs> your grandma, your family is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love my grandma so much and she said she'll bite someone. So I love that. Also, the amount of phone calls it took to get your grandma to finally be on the line to ask her this. There was a lot of voicemails left of like, hey, I need grandma. Let her and uh, can you ask her if she would bite uh, my boyfriend's grandma? And if I-, <laughs> I, I had to call my mom and I was like, mom, do you think grandma would do it? She's like, yeah, I think grandma would bite someone. <laughs> no questions asked. That was the end of the call. I was like, OK, I'm going to try to get a hold of her. Do you know where she's at? <laughs> Found her. She was at my aunt's house. <laughs> called Beautiful. my cousin. Talked to my cousin for a little bit. Then got my grandma and she said she'd bite. So <laughs> confirmed it was for science. <laughs> <laughs> very necessary phone call i'm glad you left multiple voicemails with individuals being like i need to talk to grandma it's definitely urgent would she bite someone in a fight yes that's exactly what i left and then i got a call back from my grandma when she got home too afterwards she's like kaylin i just want to let you know did i win <laughs> <laughs> she's like i know i bit but did i win <laughs> grandma's always winning <laughs> uh, my success is a little less savage uh i wish i wish it was that my grandma I got confirmation that my grandma would bite another grandma, but it's not. <laughs> uh, my success is just that I learned, hopefully, a technique that'll help puppy be a little less anxious on like car rides in, in general. So just tried to help, uh, spent the weekend like trying to help him with that. And it seemed to work a little bit. So it's a slow process, but I think he's like at least getting a little less anxious, which is, uh, it feels good to have him like just mm-hmm. be calm. You did very that good this is- weekend. Because he is less anxious on walks. And then also it seems like he's fine. Like he's he's been a better boy. And after we got scolded by the people at the dog rescue. We had to be dog owners. Yeah. <laughs> after Instead we got dog scolded. Friends, dog owners. Uh, my, I might need you to share, share with me those tips because I have a very anxious car ride puppy too. Um, but my success is not with my puppy boy, although he is doing very well. He's being a very spoiled pup that i love to pieces um but my success is it's just it's been a really difficult week work-wise but i was productive and i found a new dj for my wedding after yeah. we had to change our wedding date and find new vendors oh, you did so. change the wedding date yes i wow. had to change my wedding date it is now september 18th because uh everyone yeah. who's listening is invited Come on, Everyone, roll on through. Come on down. It's it's now it's for everybody. Our wedding has no rules. Everything is chaotic. So just just be ready to party. I'm glad you got the DJ though. That's a very key aspect to it. So it's good that you have that one settled. Yeah, that's honestly the DJ is something I'm more concerned about than like the food or anything because I just yeah. want people to remember it. Like no one really gives a shit about the other details. It's the the dancing that people really care about. So I can't tell you any Priorities. of the food I've had at a wedding, but I can tell you if the DJ's kicked ass. So. I can tell you both. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure the food's on point for Caitlin, but also the bar's not that high for Caitlin, so it's okay. Yeah, it's it's, 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 I've seen what she eats, so I'm not really too concerned about her palate. I've been to a wedding where they said this food is garbage, and I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll eat your food then. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and pass it my way. Thank you. Good. I'm glad you hate it, because I will eat it, and I love it. <laughs> All right, you guys, those were great successes. And I think you guys also succeeded uh, with these points. So let's make sure, though. Can we check that? And by check us checking that, I mean, Caitlin, can you give us those point totals? Yeah. <laughs> At the bottom of the leaderboard with 89,620 points, it's me. And the middle of the leaderboard with 90,040 points is going to be Cassie. And at the top of the le- excuse me, at the top of the leaderboard, <laughs> sorry, crazy, crazy came out. Uh, at the top of the leaderboard with ninety thousand three hundred and eighty-four points is books. Congrats, books. Um, a double congrats because normally I would. It's time for me to give up my DM power, and I normally have to roll, but it can only be you. So winner, and you get to be the DM next week. I am winning up. all the things. I have changed my success. It is now this. I won the episode. I won the spot of DM. 
that, that's all I care about. You're on top right now, so it's got to feel good. Uh, be sure to tune in for that. She's going to have a great episode. But I know, like, books, you've been dying to roll a 10, so you could just answer a follower question, and I know this. But, like, you need the help. You need them. We need to be flooded with questions for you to do this. So, it's uh, true. I have high standards. Very high standards. a minimum of a flood of questions. <laughs> an actual flood that would fill an ocean. So if you could mm-hmm. do that, uh, you could send over your quest, which is going to be whatever question you want to us, to unnatural20s at gmail.com, or you can reach out on social media. We are at unnatural20s on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, while you're there, you should go ahead and follow us to stay up to date on everything we're doing. Also, chat with us because uh, nothing makes us happier than hearing from you, except for maybe the only thing that comes close to making us that happy is when you leave a review for us on mm, Apple Podcasts. Mm, mm, yes. <laughs> mm, 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 yes. And if you, we're always very thankful for those uh, because it helps others find our show. And we just want to show you how thankful we are. So we do that by sending you a pair of dice. All you got to do, leave that review and then reach out. Let us know who you are and how to get those dice to you. And it will happen just like that. We'll also send you stickers whenever you want. Just go ahead and ask for those. They're very great quality stickers, honestly. Um, Also, if you want to get more content from us, there's a couple ways to do that. One way, you have to pay for it, but it's worth it because we have tons of bonus content up on our Patreon. There's different tiers ranging from $1 to $20. $1. One whole dollars is all you <laughs> got to pay. Dollars. And you get some content. That's patreon.com slash unnatural20s. Check out. Check that out. See what all you can get. Uh, there's also more content you get for us on the Freezies. We're on a bunch of episodes of Movie of the Year. We helped our friends determine the best ofs for 2020. That's still going on over on their feed, so check it out. Movie of the Year. Also, if you're looking for great content but don't want us to be a part of it, that's understandable. And also, you're in luck because we're a part of the Scavengers Network, which has a bunch of great shows that we are not on. One of those great shows... Oh, you can see all of them, though. You see all those great shows on scavengersnetwork.com. A recommendation I have, though, is to check out Spooky Spouses. It's the perfect combination of spooky facts and little tales with um, preciousness of the main two... uh, Lindsay and Jordan, they're delightful together. They're um, also both very talented and like casually talented where they don't brag about it. And then they just like mention some things. And you're like, fuck, you guys are talented. Yeah. And um, also they have a very good dog. Their life's adorable. And they talk about spooky things in a fun way. So check it out. Spooky Spouses. That is their show. This is our show. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to catch us with a new adventure on Monday. <laughs>